So, you know how we've been talking about narcissists? Generally, we're always referring to men. A lot of the time, yeah, that's the popular TikTok video. Yeah. Generally referring to males. Males. So, as I'm getting all this feed, I started thinking about female narcissists and how women have lost the ability to become accountable and are becoming more and more arrogant through the instant and mass attention they're getting from some of these platforms that's failing to address their own actions and the way they treat people. So what's happening is because they're getting tons of attention, they don't care how they treat people. The fact that throughout the years they were told, you need to speak up, you need to stand up for yourself, you have rights. They've almost been blinded by that line of, yeah, stand up for yourself. But at the same time, if there's an issue, don't point your finger right away and call it gaslighting and call him a narcissist. I'm not saying that doesn't exist by any means. Gaslighting exists. Narcissistic exists. I've experienced it in a lot of men that I've dated. But I also think it's important for women to take accountability and take a part in the relationship as well and self-reflect and say, hey, what's my part in this? So social media likes the attention. Instead of empowering women, it's led to entitlement in some cases. Mm -hmm. Right. So instead of empowering women, it's become a bashing show of men because that leads to some females out there not looking at their actions and every time a guy does something that perhaps isn't you know five things a man should do mm -hmm. then they're like you're a narcissist you're selfish you're gaslighting me and you're like wait a minute stop putting these labels on people take a minute to self-reflect we're typically labeling men narcissists but we don't even know that we're doing that so it's kind of this veiled thing that's happening on social media which is worse we're creating a we're almost creating like a a division between well, men and women we're continuing the division that was once created that book that was really popular when we were younger men are from mars women are from venus that was huge and it it wasn't the start of that kind of dialogue, but it continued the dialogue of men are different, women are different, and we're against each other. And this is continuing that converse conversation, but it's doing so in a veiled way. Like we don't even know that the bulk of us are accusing most men of being narcissists and we're not looking toward ourselves, yeah. our gender, which can be more toxic to our culture in general, which would lead to things like entitlement in women. Feeling empowered, that's different. We have a right to feel empowered. You know, it's it's been a few cases where I've had like conversations with my guy friends and they're just telling me a few things about 
the relationship. And the minute the guy brings up like a situation with his partner, right away, the girl is spinning it around. We're losing sight of what the goal was. Well, some of us yeah. are losing sight of what that original goal was, which was equality. But I'm not fixated on one side versus the other. So I do look down upon people who are like very fixated on, no, this way has to be the right way because no, you're just creating, you're promoting more of that culture of hate instead of working toward a solution that actually works for everyone. Yeah. I feel like what's happening is we're turning that feminine quality into a bad power, right. which is what we were talking about with the social media and that sort of thing. It's like, oh, well, I'm hot shit. So screw you all. Right. It's it's almost like we're turning it into something like an evil power. Right. That reminds me of those, um, what is it like Sinbad? And then there's that witch or whatever she is, the sea creature, and she turns into this like really hot um like mermaid or something. Every every time she's trying to manipulate Sinbad. I have no idea what you're talking about. I was thinking about the mermaid. I'm like, are you talking about Ursula? No, it's... So, you have to Google this. Okay. I'm aging myself. <laughs> but there's this, like, sea creature who's, like, vicious and ugly and scary. But every time she's talking to Sinbad to try and manipulate him, she becomes this beautiful... She transforms into this, like, beautiful woman as an illusion. And, like, hypnotizes him by her beauty. Yeah. And so when you said, like, they turn it into a... Um, like an evil power. Like an evil power. Manipulation yeah. in women has always been a thing. Taking advantage of men has always been in our culture, and it's always a discussion that, um, you know, a lot of people have. I can name more than a handful of women I know that have used their looks in some kind of mild manipulation technique at some point in their lives. Let's be honest, if you've been pulled over by a cop, which I don't know if most people have, but I've, I have a couple times. And if you're telling me you haven't, as a woman, you haven't tried to flirt even a little bit <laughs> to get out of that speeding ticket, yeah, that's what it is. We have to be conscious of that as we're going ahead making the argument for the other side of things when we do. This is why that argument becomes so complex that we're trying to make. But I do understand feminism as a whole i think for a long time in my life i didn't get it i was like what are we what are we fighting for we've got everything we need it's it's about the behavior in men toward us which is a systemic behavior it shows up in small ways in a lot of men this entitlement that they deserve a woman um that we are you know their prize and they can own us and that sort of thing. So feminism to me is more about breaking down that systemic barrier. It's about trying to figure out how to unravel that way of thinking. On that level, I can certainly, well, I do. I've, I've appreciated from so many amazing women who have led the way, right? Mm -hmm. And we're reaping the benefits now. They've done so much work throughout history. Um, I think, my concern is the definition of it is being blurred a little yeah. bit because often people 
are using equality in the wrong way. Yeah. And so, you know, it's all about proportion, like the word proportionality. So if I'm a mom and I'm working 50, 60 hours a week, got to go home and take care of my kids. My husband or my partner is also working 50, 60 hours and he comes home and takes it. How does this work? Do you, like, do you know where I'm going yeah. with it? I would, I would rather one person, and again, this goes back to my definition of equality doesn't necessarily mean, um, and we're talking about feminine and masculine energy, it doesn't mean everything has to be 50-50. Mm-hmm. You're just contributing to your overall life in a, in a way where you're both feeling happy and comfortable and heard and satisfied. I mean, you're talking mostly about relationships and the role of the man and the woman in a relationship. I think yeah. when people talk about feminism and gender equality, they're thinking mostly about like equal pay and that sort of thing. Yeah, but this is where the definition is getting blurred. Right. That's actually a good point because now I'm starting to see videos like comedy videos where the woman will spot a spider in the house and the title of the video will be like, my gender equality argument goes out the window when I see a spider and then she like focuses on the her boyfriend, expects him to take care of the spider. And it's a joke. Yeah. Like everyone's allowed to, you know, joke. But that's just shows you that we are still kind of undecided, like a little bit in terms of that true equality. And it's okay to make light of it along the way. Like we don't have to have these set things, but then you also have to have some forgiveness when you are ma making the serious arguments. But then you watch Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey walk to the car. He double holds her hand and yeah. makes sure she goes in front and then we all melt. You know, the idea of this, women are exactly like men, right? And so we're, our feminine and masculine energy is all being blurred up and mm -hmm. um, confused. But then we're all sitting here and all the women are sitting here saying, oh my God, look at the way he takes care of her. I like, girl, you're standing there saying, I don't need a man. I think it's almost two separate arguments. Like the gender equality argument is should be over here with the pay and all that stuff. And then we need to focus on relationships and come to a collective agreement that it doesn't matter who is in that relationship, guy, 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 girl, transgender, you know, yeah. whatever. That in order to have a good balance in that relationship, there's got to be some someone has to have feminine energy and someone has to have masculine energy. There was an SNL skit that kind of, it, there, this wasn't the point of that skit, but there was a man who was playing a, a gay guy and he was out to dinner with all his girlfriends and he was talking about how much he loves having girlfriends as a gay man. Like he needs that relationship. But then he was saying like, it gets really tiring sometimes and he needs a break. So, and actually I think the skit was with, like Travis Kelsey or something like that. It was with a NFL player. And so it cuts to him and his uh, straight 
friend. He's like, every gay man needs a straight friend. And then it just shows how easygoing the straight friend is because, of course, it's like a lot of masculine energy and that sort of thing. And there's that balance. Mm -hmm. So I think really that's, it needs to be a completely separate argument and we can't attach the words masculine energy and feminine energy to a gender argument like it, it's a totally different thing when we're 100%. talking about these things yeah and a hundred a thousand percent i agree with you um but i think this is why when we first started talking about this i think this is why i said the definition of when people say equality and feminism it needs to be just better defined because i think it's trickling down into day-to-day -day life between um two people in a relationship we need to have a different kind of conversation when it comes to the relationship and the marriage roles and all of that stuff it's a totally different beast yeah. to talk about because you're there's all sorts of other elements involved in a relationship emotions all these other things that come into play when you're talking about what a person is when they're showing feminine qualities what a person is when they're showing masculine qualities, which is also nothing to do with like physical strength and all those other things which is a totally different argument when we're talking yeah. about like the olympics and all that stuff yeah i think people just need to acknowledge that this needs to be a different conversation there was a commenter in one of our videos that said we have crazy eyes i don't take offense to that no because i know myself i've been told the opposite from men that i need to be more crazy mm -hmm. that i need to be more strict because i like it they do like it. They like it. Men like boundaries and I'm an enabler. What's the, um, what's the term for a guy who's into a psychosexual, a, psychosexual. a guy that's into psychotic women yeah. sexually, uh, or just attracted to them. That's not a red flag for you. Oh, it's of course it's a red flag, but that's the whole point. Like it's, you're attracted to things that are dangerous. That's part of the attraction. We are pretty sane people. I mean, yeah. Would you agree? I I do. <laughs> I guess I guess I can't ask someone no, because if we're both right. insane, then we're just gonna keep agreeing. <laughs> we're just gonna call ourselves. It pans out of our shots, and we're actually in an insane asylum. Yeah. <laughs> just so. Need someone to do this. You and I are very neutral people. Neither one of us really dig our heels into one side of an argument or another when we're at least together. Yeah, we're quite fair. Unbiased. Yeah. We can take, we have the ability to take our preconceived notions, our experience and put that to the side and have an honest conversation. Mm -hmm. So I think let's try to solve the age old debate are women crazy why do we have this label that we are crazy okay so there's, that's a two-part so are women crazy <laughs> yes or no yeah and then why do we have and that label how did we get the label right well i mean people could say we got the label because we're crazy <laughs> <laughs> that's all that okay most people associate crazy with emotion you're showing a lot of emotion right. you're up on the scale of something right are you going to define crazy right now yeah i think we should yeah because i think 
what is what does crazy right. mean to you and does it differ between a woman and a man when i think of a crazy man if we're staying like below the criminal status like white collar crime but <laughs> <laughs> that goes like all on wall street <laughs> a crazy man yeah i think of more of a rage than anything i think and again not going into physical or anything like that just like he gets angry temper that's what i associate crazy male with his temper is a little it can fluctuate okay when i think of a woman being crazy i think of she's making up all sorts of stories that aren't necessarily true she's putting her you know self into business that's not hers she's making drama out of something that doesn't need to be dramatic and she's going off on her man about things that maybe she could have solved herself or maybe she could have solved by just leaving him. Okay. Like she's just not happy with him. So I think of all of these things when I think of oh, a woman is crazy, but then with a man, it's just like one thing, his temper. Right. So my, my experience has been men are crazier than women and Temper is part of it, but it also includes all the stuff you said for the woman. Why did we make it so complicated for women? Well, I think, I think we are maybe for me, crazy has the same definition because I think if a woman has rage and temper and anger, she's crazy and same thing with a man. And if a man is like overly obsessive or delusional or irrationally jealous or um, his own insecurities are <clears throat> uh, introduced in the relationship in very unhealthy ways, that's crazy. Or like paranoia. They're not able to keep themselves in check. They're incapable of rationalizing things. And based on our experience, if let's say, for us, when we're describing someone crazy, it means someone who just doesn't have self-control or aren't able to keep themselves in check when it comes to yeah. certain emotions. Now let's come to the debate of how women ended up with the label that we are more frequently crazy than men are. How did that happen? It's interesting because I think throughout history, women have always been a lot more expressive than men whether it's through, you know, being more emotional or lovey-dovey or whatever it is. And part of being emotional and expressing your emotions includes anger or mm -hmm. irrational behavior, maybe. <laughs> so that could be why we got it. Sometimes um, when you're dealing with avoidant personalities and they don't address shit, or they give you the silent treatment, mm -hmm. or they ignore you, that brings out the crazy real quick in people. Like, have you ever tried to have a proper conversation with someone, whether it's a guy or a girl, and they just give you the silent treatment? Yeah. That behavior is enabling of crazy. But I want to be careful here because I wouldn't say that silence and a lot of the traits that men display are 
more enabling than someone who would just make you mad, like someone who'd piss you off. So if we're thinking girl to girl, you know, how crazy a fight can get between girls, how quickly that can escalate because we escalate each other much quicker. And that's like a, like a rage on rage kind of enabling. You think it's because we're a little bit more tuned and we know how to poke poke the bear? (laughs) Right. I think it it definitely depends on the person too. I mean, some people lose their cool more with silent treatment. I definitely do. Right. Some people can't handle it. I just, I'm very, if there's a problem, I need you to solve. Mind you, everyone needs space, but, um, the other thing I was just thinking about while you were saying that is, could it be one of those, um, and maybe this is a very dismissive way of approaching it, but it's the guy's easy way out of labeling woman this and they started doing it and they're like, oh, it's stuck. Right. But it's still a feeling inside of them of, I don't want to deal with this. This is not the behavior I want to deal with. So I want to break up with this behavior. And so, yeah, I'm going to use this as my out, but it's still the reason why they want to leave. Yeah. But when you actually look at, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about certain types of behavior where you're like, okay, this legit could have escalated. But sometimes when you talk to guys and you're like, oh, like, what did she do? And then they tell you, like, oh, she freaked out because I came home late. And like, yeah, I didn't tell her, but I woke the kids up and I was drunk. And you're like, and you didn't think that would upset her? But man, she's crazy. When I love someone, I mean, you can walk all over me. I'll... I'll... Oh, excuse all terrible behavior. Oh my God. I'm not ashamed to say that. I like, but this is, this is who I am because I'm not, my scale of like, what is acceptable is high Much sorry, low. Yeah. and I feel like that should be awarded in some way, but it never is. Uh, I'm usually, that's usually the point where men break up with me because I'm not like a very demanding person. The only thing I demand is that you like me. Sounds so pathetic. <laughs> so give me a hug right now. <laughs> There's too much equipment between us. Please don't. It's gonna ruin Mic feedback. Oh my god. Can I just and just hear me out? Okay. Don't get okay. Are you making it too easy for the guy? Because guys need, and I know you're going to turn around and say no, because when a man loves me. No, no, you, that's about, not what I, okay. We're talking about base, like if you go back to biology, just basic human behavior, mammals. Yeah. There's a chase that's required, especially for men and especially some types of men who are more hunters than other others. <clears throat> When you make it too, when the hunt is too easy and the challenge isn't there for them, the mental stimulation and that energy, that kind of causes maybe disinterest. I am who I am. I cannot 
play the game for the life of me. This is who I am. Yeah. And these are generally my final words in every breakup I've had. Like, this is what I find myself saying. This is me. It sucks because yeah, I wish I could be more demanding. I wish I could play that game a little bit, but I'm not going to sit there and do that. That's not me. But I'm not necessarily talking about changing yourself. Okay. I'm talking about, cause I know you, I know how you are in relationships. It's not just your, you're not the kind of girl that just says, oh, it's all right, babe, don't worry. Or you're not the kind of girl that just doesn't get mad. You also go out of your way and send him a hangover basket yeah. when he hasn't talked to you in two days. Yeah. yeah, I do. I've done that. So all I'm saying is maybe don't do that, that part. Like, don't get mad. Be mm-hmm. you, right? Yeah. No, and that's a good point because... When I think about like those mothers who coddle their sons and they love them too much, because I was just going to go with that thought of like, but if you love something you and you just want to treat them well, yeah, and just like a mother would his son, I'm not equating like the men that I love to like me mothering them, although I understand how that, that looks, <laughs> but I also get that argument about how you shouldn't coddle, like this is, this is the result of when mothers are way too nice to their sons. So I get that. But listen, parenting, that's a different beast. If I was a parent, I'm not. But if I was, I would be equipped to rein my bad traits in, do do what I need to do to be a good parent. Like I'm not discounting that, that you have to do that. But I think where I have a... I think where I have a major issue is I cannot do that in a relationship when I just love someone. I just want to be who I am. And so I just continue loving someone until it stops working. And what I'm saying is it generally stops working because I'm an enabler. Yeah, that's something that you need to really address. We often treat people from our own self insecurities or lacks or misplacements in our lives or so we project our own crap onto others so i think because you want to be (laughs) get the wine up (laughs) i couldn't even say i was tripping Maybe you want to be loved so bad <laughs> in your way. <laughs> it sounds so horrible. Oh my god! I don't mean it. I don't mean it in a bad way. I mean it. You want them to love you the way you're loving them. Yeah. So you keep trying to show them. Yes. How you want to be loved. Yeah. Right. And so, but, and maybe because you're just doing it a little bit earlier on, it's not, <laughs> what, what are we talking about? You're just not crazy. crazy. <laughs> I was just going to say, listen, I'm not losing sight of the fact that we, we started this conversation <laughs> trying to determine why, 
<laughs> women got the label of being crazy. Yeah. And <laughs> we just went into, we went into a full-fledged debate. <laughs> Why? I'm single. <laughs> That's not why you're single. Okay, wait. Okay, stop. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, <laughs> reining that back in. This, uh, okay. Does the act of dissecting things like we're doing right now, is yeah. that one of the traits yes. of being crazy? That's why? Why? Because there is a point where over dissecting is okay. actually unhealthy. <laughs> right. Sometimes you gotta let shit just be. Right. So that's it. That's it right there. Not everything yeah. has to be overanalyzed. Men generally just wanna be. Yeah. They just wanna be. And w women, we have this need to talk. Talk, but figure it things out yeah dissect dissect overanalyze yeah because we're but we're curious we are hyper tuned into emotions we want to figure out if you're mad why you're mad yeah what led to you being mad what happened in your childhood yeah <laughs> i can see how this right here is exhausting for men yeah i can see that but you know, just like my inability to put the hammer down in relationships. I have trouble seeing why this is a negative thing. I think it's not about it being negative. I think it's about being with the right partner. The partner for you isn't someone who's going to sit there mm -hmm. and eat chocolate and say, well, yeah, he is. But um, it's not going to be like, yeah, did you see what they did? And did you did you kind of figure out how this links to that? And no, but he's able to, like, hear you out, um, validate you, make you feel like, oh, okay, that's actually interesting that you think this way, you know, but maybe it just wasn't that. So women get the label of being crazy because not enough people have found the right person to be with. Yeah, it's all the wrong partners. And this is why they're the wrong partner yeah right how many guys do we know who are with women who maybe we think they're crazy but the guy adores her it's just the right person for you mm -hmm. and i'm not saying there's only one like don't get depressed because you're like shit there's tons of right people out there <clears throat> i've done some real soul searching lately and i I feel like I've come to the conclusion that love is just a matter of luck. I know there's people out there that believe in soulmates. They believe in all kinds of things. Listen, I've been on the tarot card, TikTok, and it's, it's a steep slope. Astrology, all that nonsense. But the more I look around, especially, you know, there's a lot of couples I know, and I, I don't see that happiness in their relationship that I want. I have a very specific level of happiness that I require or else I don't want to be in that relationship. And I think if you're not a believer in soulmates, then you'll be with me when I say it's honestly just a matter of luck. 
it's a hard find. It's a hard find to find someone who is exactly your style, going to love you. Like all of these, it is a very lengthy list that most of us require. Uh, paired with the fact that we're all very enriched people nowadays, like we are woke as fuck uh, and we require a lot more, a lot more emotional intelligence from our partner, a lot of things. And it's, it's not to be a downer, but it's kind of like just winning the lottery. When I say luck, I'm not talking about some kind of paranormal thing. I just mean like, it's luck. And it could be as something as you're in some privileged situations to meet the right people to be exposed to you know x amount of people and yeah do you believe in destiny it depends when you ask me okay depends how close to that feeling of needing to connect with something bigger than this earth mm -hmm. it depends how big that feeling is yeah uh sometimes i feel that way and i'm just like yeah this is part of my greater destiny right path you might have you might have a set destiny in place like the universe has a grand plan for you but that doesn't mean you sit on your bed and that plan happens and so this is kind of my um i guess my rebuttal to uh my single friends who just don't want to go out there and it's like i get it <clears throat> screw dating ads they suck mm -hmm. but if you're meant to meet the right person he's not gonna come knocking on your door so you might you the universe might have a master plan for you to win the lottery but if you just didn't get up that day and go out i used to show up at bookstores this was years ago when like bookstores existed yeah well i mean they still do but like they're not as relevant now when magazines were a big thing too and i'd show up in the sports magazine aisle and i just hang out there now listen i was into sports i've always been into sports that's genuine yeah but that was me increasing my chances of meeting a man what's the equivalent to that now i don't know because i'm still thinking about going to bookstores <laughs> so if there's another plan you, you people gotta let me know yeah. but the equivalent yeah because people are over dating apps now so I don't really know what they're doing, but how, okay, I'm going to put this out there. How is everyone meeting other people? Is it just still going to bars and hoping to get picked up or doing the picking up? I think so. And then I think people are also still on the apps, even though they say they hate right. them and they're forcing themselves to go on dates. <sighs> yeah, I, I, listen, I haven't been downtown like in the scene for a while now, but I would assume that that's the... People are still trying to meet that way. That just reminded me of when we were on uh, in Liberty. <laughs> and it was like four single guys. Just The fish tacos? <laughs> Do you remember? So, and we were like, is this a thing? Is this how they're trying to pick people up? They, there was literally four men at each at an individual table eating by themselves. And all four of them were eating fish tacos yeah, they ordered tacos and beer and it's not like that was the only thing on the menu there, this was an extensive menu what is that about <laughs> that's so, that so great that could have been my opening line i should have asked but <laughs> yeah it's interesting times we live in yeah
Do you have a pickup line? Ooh. When you're like... <clears throat> See, I don't... Okay, I'll tell you what I used to do. Ooh, tell me. I used to walk right up to them and just say, you're cute. And oh. walk, walk off. Yeah. And then just walk away. Yeah, because then I'm planting the seed. I was confident enough to do it. I'm not waiting around for their rejection. If they want to come talk to me, come talk to me. But then where would you go? I'd, go, I'd say it on my way to the washroom, which was always a fake washroom visit. You know, it's not such a secret to men. They know. Yeah. yeah, and then I'd walk back. There was one time where, and again, dating myself, but we had business cards. And I, on my way out of the restaurant, I just dropped my business card right in front of the guy. And I didn't say anything. I just left. He didn't call me. <laughs> yeah, you know what I would think if that happened? You dropped it by accident. Like it fell out of your pocket or something. <laughs> Did your business card have a photo? No. <laughs> it could have been a random, like, an agency card or something. I'm running a pyramid scheme. <laughs> I, do I have that pickup line? I, I do, a th I just look. Yeah. Like, I just love it. Yeah, but that doesn't get you very far with men that aren't, you know, really confident, which is the type of men that I like. I like right. men that aren't, like... like more introverted. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And it's interesting you say that because I like more outgoing. Yeah. And so... This is why we're friends. Man, that's true. <laughs> you would come up to me and be like, I like your outfit. <laughs> I, like I would, yeah. Yeah. Like those kind of girls. I have no problem doing that. Like, when I'm at a concert and the girls are beside me, they're dressed cute, like... Totally. I drop up a conversation with them. Again, that has to do with like self-confidence, self you don't have self-esteem issues. I'm not threatened by other women. Yeah. That's probably actually one of my best qualities is that any man that's ever cheated on me or like is clearly into someone else and I'm into them, I don't get threatened by the other women. Woman. It's uh it's something that I'm just able to like let roll right over me because like if they want her, like, I'm clearly a different person. Like, right. there's nothing I can do to match up to that. I'm not going to morph into this other person. So what's the point of getting jealous? Like, what's the point of picking that person apart? Like, yeah, I just, love that. Yeah. I love that. And I think that speaks so much about you and your confidence. And it's also, if you can take my man from me, he wasn't mine to begin with. Yeah. Have him. Yeah. Yeah. I, Yeah. You can't grasp for a man. If he no. don't want you, he don't want you. No. No. If you can take him, he was gone already. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can speak to that. Well, I guess we settled the crazy debate. Well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of... I think we settled it by saying, by basically showing that we are crazy. <laughs> I think everyone is crazy, though. That's the thing. Everyone has a little crazy in them. I... It's just how much you're willing to own up to, and it's how much you're willing to take in another person. Do you think if everyone had, like, secret cameras in the apartment, we would just see everyone's crazy? Have you ever dated someone, and before you live together, they're perfect, and then you're behind closed doors and living together, and you're like, oh my god, you are nuts. That's, like, my worst fear. Yeah, that says something else about you to me because I show my crazy right off the bat. I'm talking about there's certain things that you just don't get to experience necessarily until you live with the person. Yeah, but then what would you say about me 
talking about my germophobia, talking about how I talk to myself. Like I say all those things right off the bat. So when they come to live with me, there's no surprises. But then talking about it might be different than the actual experience of it. Because you're right. The conversations are being had. Um, I think you're a lot more upfront and transparent earlier on than I am in relationships. Yeah. Definitely. Like you have that, this amazing ability to just be so raw. Because I don't want to waste time. Yeah. I want this guy to know who I am. Yeah. So the things that I feel like are my flaws, and maybe they don't even think of it as flaws. And it's the same thing with you. I say it, I think more progressively than just like, so I guess what we really missed in this argument was the scale. Yeah. And who portrays actually more crazy, serious behavior at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. Are women more inclined to portray that, display that in a relationship? If there was a murder, if you had committed a murder, okay. would you... Ask one of your female friends to help you. Oh, yeah. Or a guy friend. Oh, 100% female. I trust you. I trust you the most. We're the better liars. Let's just call it what it is. Right. So, But that was a, that's a survival trait. We had to become better liars to protect ourselves. Part of the evolution yeah. of us becoming this. Yeah. Way. It's just... Yeah. Like, evolution... I mean, I wouldn't say this is evolution. If you're in the 40s, 50s, 60s, men went out, had the affairs. You had to rein yourself in. You had to silence yourself, lie to people in order to survive. And surviving back then, what I'm referring to is just maintaining your home, keeping your status uh, in that marriage, et cetera, keeping what's yours. So it was, it's a survival technique. And then it progressed. So again, this, this comes down to like, we're having an open conversation about it because we're able to not be so polarizing. We're not, we're able to be conscious of let's not blame this gender for the personality that they have for the traits that they're portraying because we see the history behind it. We can excuse certain behaviors just as we can excuse certain behaviors in males, we're able to take that back seat, but it's very hard to do when it happens to you personally. I understand that very, it's very hard to do in the moment when you have all sorts of emotions, when you're trying to hang on to that man. But I guess what all we're trying to do right now is just explain how we got here. And I think we've covered quite a bit, quite a few reasons as to how we may have gotten here. 